you not seen that? Hello and welcome to another how to <laughs> how the fuck have you not seen that series? Um, and I know what you're thinking. How is this series still going? You know, um, how could these so-called critics still have very famous films, very well-known films that they have not seen? I mean, it's only us that call ourselves critics, though, isn't it? Yeah, true. We're a bunch of hacks. Uh, we're really? all hacks. We're all hacks. That's the truth of it. Uh, but one of us um, is constantly called a hack, uh, and that is Emma. Hello, Emma. How are you? Just constant bullying, like. Yes. It, in a way, it's podcast bullying. Yeah, it is. Bullying, if you will. I'm going to HR about um, this. Mm, the HR department is also run by <laughs> me, so I think you'll find that I'm, uh, you know, I'm all over the place. <laughs> uh, that, that little chuckle was Lucy. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? You know, getting by. It's, it's hot here, as I'm sure Gareth will talk about. He loves talking about how hot it is when he record a podcast. Gareth, how are you? Sweltering, mate. I'm absolutely yeah. sweltering. <laughs> it's yeah, so... Absurd. Let's set, let's set a scene. So, you know... Obviously, we're all English, but me and Gaz moved to Australia. And right now, at this moment in time, the two places could not be more polar opposite. Nope. Okay. Polar. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. Accidental, but good. So, didn't mean it, but an unintentional pun. Um, Me and Gaz are probably both sitting in our pants. Uh, Pants, uh, for the American listeners, is jocks or briefs. (laughs) Jocks. Undergarments. You know, your underwear, because... It is about 38 degrees here and it's like 9pm at night. Whereas in the UK, Emma, what is going on over there right now? Uh, it's minus one and we've got yeah. four inches of snow where I am still yeah, going at 10am. It's delightful. I love that. Uh, Fucking freezing. It's not, snow- it's not snowing here, but it's scheduled to sleet later. Oh, sleet. Oh, how exciting. Take some that. Sleet. I take that. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. The thing I miss most about England is the sleet. That's what I've been saying yeah, all along. Um, Top sleet. I always said that. So, yes, uh, if if we sound different, if, you know, if some of us sound very, like, out of breath and, like, gasping for air, that's me and Gaz. And if the others, you hear some chattering, you hear a little bit of teeth chattering, that's obviously Lucy and Emma. So we'll do our best to, to keep that to a minimum. Okay, so, Emma, could you please tell everyone what film you haven't seen? So I'm very ashamed to say that um, I have never seen Goodwill Hunting. Um, well, I have now, obviously. I've seen it now. Shame. How the fuck have you not seen that? It's shocking, isn't it? Um, would you it like me shocking. to explain why I've never yeah. seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> explain so, yourself. I honestly have no legitimate excuse for this. Um, this came out when I was about eight, so it was probably like I wasn't the age to watch it. And very much like a lot of the things that we've talked about, I think it got to the point where I was like, I just, it's too far, isn't it? What's the point? What's the point in watching this? And I, so it's funny because when I was watching it yesterday, I was like, oh, I remember this. I've seen this somewhere because I know bits of it, but I've never actually seen the film. Mm. Um, anyway, I, I'm furious at myself now for not watching it. Um, and, you know, I I legitimately allow you all to call me a hack. Just for this, yeah, not for anything fair. else. Hack. Yeah. Hack, hack everything in life. Um, Oi. Okay, so hold your thoughts, Emma. Hold them, because we're going to come to you 
last. What mm. we do here at Fan Critical is, of course, in these episodes, is we simply uh, we talk about the film, we rate it in our patented blueberry scale, which we're going to do right now. Mm. We'll talk about our favourite scenes, a couple of standout performances, and then, of course, we'll wrap it all up with the quiz where Emma has to get three out of six questions correct to pass, <laughs> get the stamp of certification that she has seen the film and therefore does not have to be forcibly uh, restrained to watch it again. I don't think this one you really need to forcibly restrain anyone, hopefully. But let's see. Who knows? Someone someone in the group might hate it. I don't it's know. like that scene in Clockwork Orange, isn't it? That's what we do if you, oh don't, my God. If you don't pass <laughs> yeah. the test. Pull your eyes back. Yeah. Let's not talk about Clockwork Orange, Clockwork oh, Orange again. It's quite a uh, We have a podcast film, on it. So. Go and listen to it. It's lovely. Yeah, go check that one out. Okay, Lucy, going to start with you. Goodwill Hunting. Good. Or will. Um, or or yeah. hunting. So this... <laughs> <laughs> those are the two options um yeah i remember when this film came out actually because i remember when ben affleck and matt damon won the oscar and obviously they were really young and you look back now and you think oh my god they were so young but i was probably like 11 when this came out um yeah. and i think this was one of the first films that i saw that was kind of more like a grown-up film like Obviously, I always love like Disney films. <laughs> this one's and, for grown-ups. But do you know what I mean? Like when you're becoming a teenager and you stop watching just like the blockbusters or the Disney and stuff, and you watch films that are a bit more grown-up. And yeah, I really loved it when I was younger. It was um, one of my favourite films. I had it on DVD. Uh, and watching it as an adult, I mean, I have seen it obviously as an adult, but watching it most recently, it's just oh, I was just blown away really by. There's so much more I saw in it. Like the script is amazing. Like the way it it builds to that kind of, what's the word? Not redemption for Will, but it's cathartic how he kind of comes to accept help and his own potential. And it's just uh, the acting, everything. It's just the music is a fantastic, fantastic film. So it merits. I was wise as a child to to love it as much as I did. It's definitely Mm. a five blueberry film. I think it's... um, Oh yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely fan- uh, fantastic, modern classic. Like you've got the the Boston accents, which I absolutely love. I so much fun just I'm copying Boston. them. Yeah, everything got they say, I'm like, oh, I have to repeat it. Car, <laughs> I got you a car. <laughs> sorry, a sorry cat. to anyone from Boston. Are you all right? Half yeah. the car in Harvard Yard, ma. Um, <laughs> I just, I just love it. Like the '90s sportswear. Ugh, it's, it's just absolutely fantastic film. It has improved with age, I would say, even. So I'm going to give it Flive Blueberries, if that's not obvious. Flive Blueberries. That's Flav fine. Uh, and for anyone listening for the first time, the Blueberry Scale, harsh but fair system, patented by Fan Critical, zero to five. There can be no halves. Harsh but fair scale, Gareth. Good will hunting. Yes, all three Go. of those. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, do you know, I, I actually don't know the origin story of my relationship with goodwill hunting um it's just it's Sad a film that i've sort of always had i think since i can remember i would have, i would have been i think it came out in 97 maybe i didn't uh, I, I i was like 9 probably so nine. i, I didn't nine, kind yeah. of rush to the cinema or anything to see it but uh it's just it's a film that i've always been aware of i've always known it was there and i don't know when i first watched it um probably a couple of years after that and uh i've probably seen it seven or eight times now um oh lots yeah quite a few um and i, I more I than just, braveheart 
More than I've seen Braveheart, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I wonder why. That is true. Well, I, I actually only gave Braveheart four blueberries, which um, surprised me that I gave it that. Uh, I was I was expecting to watch it again and be like, boom. This film, I knew exactly what I was going to get from it because um, it's it's an absolute modern classic. It's it's a it's a brilliant brilliant story. It's brilliantly told. The acting is phenomenal. Robin Williams is um, I, uh, actually that was kind of hard. Um, yeah, it was. seeing him in some of those scenes, yeah. it's it's yeah. really hard. Um, yeah, there's this there's something very nineties about. Cities like Boston in the sun, it feels very 90s. I don't know why, mm. um, but mm. uh, it, it, weird. I, I know it's weird, but aside from that, it's a very, um, it's just a film that's held its age very well. It mm. could easily have been made mm. now and yesterday uh, and yeah. be getting the same plaudits. Um, yeah, undoubtedly, a, well, I'm gonna, I want to give it apples, really, and give it five apples out of oh. five. How do you like them blueberries? I mean apples. <laughs> How do you like hey, them blueberries? Do you like blueberries? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a number. How do you like them blueberries? <laughs> well, I like it. Five uh, out of five. Good. Thank you very much. Um, so I, that's a good score, Gareth. I, I agree with that. I'm going to also give it five blueberries because I like the look of your blueberries. Um, <laughs> but I will say that I hadn't, seen this, I hadn't seen this film Put for some proper honestly on. a very long time i'm gonna say over 10 years right i haven't seen this film i remember watching it for the first time uh probably quite late actually i probably saw it in my sort of mid-teens uh it was something that my parents were watching and i thought you know this is a this is a nice film and i, I loved film at the time but like lucy said you, you sort of come to appreciate the finer things in films mm. the older you get um and Watching it this afternoon, it's a Sunday afternoon, it was hot, I had the air conditioning on. Once again, still in my pants, briefs, jocks, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I just sat there and was in awe of this film, just in absolute awe of how well written it is. Like, Mm. it doesn't do anything spectacular, um, but... The things it does do, it does extremely well. And it's, I don't know, there's something about it. It constantly had me emotional um, and I hadn't been drinking. So I'm not even on a hangover or anything this time. Um, And I was just sat there going, wow, this is just great, isn't it? It's just a great film. Like there were no lulls in it. The performances are fantastic. Um, The sort of realism of some of the dialogue is amazing. Uh, You know, I, like Gaz said, it's timeless. Like that, it could have been made yesterday. It's that good. Like it doesn't fit into a, a timeline, or you know, we don't think about it like a '90s film. Mm. And you know, I, when it finished, I couldn't really remember the ending. And this is, you know, we're, we're talking about the film, so spoilers, whatever. But I was like, oh my god, does someone die in this film? I was like, I can't remember <laughs> if someone dies. And then for the last ten minutes, with that thought that like he's in a car crash or something, or something was going through my head like that, I was sat there on the edge of my seat going. Because it, it all feels very like, oh, my God, something's going to happen at the end of this film. Um, and I was just like psyching myself out about it. And then when it ended like it did, I was like, ah, oh. like, relief. relief. Thank, Thank good, Will, good hunting. Will Hunting. Yes. Uh, so for me, it's a five. I had a lovely afternoon watching this. I mean, you know, last last week or whatever, we watched Braveheart and it's a heavy watch, Braveheart. But, you know, funny and poignant and uh, great 
but this was just lovely. This is a proper Sunday afternoon film. Put mm. your feet up, sit back, relax, uh, and get taken away by the beautiful performances. Uh, now coming to the hack herself, Emma Hack, hack Phillips. That's um, me. Oh, thanks for the full name, mate. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, Hack is definitely your middle name. And now, her postal address um, is number four. <laughs> hack Street. Way. Yeah. Hack Street. Um, Hackney. Okay. Hackney. Okay. Emma, let me know your thoughts on this film, please. Um, Moment of truth. Like, I mean, I echo everything that everybody has said so far. This film is absolutely stunning. It, it, you're right. It's timeless. And it's. And I know that, obviously, Will is a genius. But every every part of this film feels really human and really relatable. And I think that's what makes it so beautiful. The performances are spectacular. Um you know, and Gaz, you mentioned about Robin Williams. I think for me, that was su- watching him in this film was so poignant um, and quite hard. I thought I found it quite difficult watching him play that character, um, but in a really beautiful way. And I think, you know, I constantly complain about the length of a film. I watched this straight through, no breaks, Same. didn't get bored at any point. Um, mm. I cried, yeah, I true. laughed, I smiled, I was on the edge of my seat and I you know the performances are amazing here. And I you forget how talented Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were are um but you know when they first sort of like came onto the scene and just really really talented actors. Um and you believe all of the relationships and all of the things that happen in this film. Um I, I'm I'm so disappointed in myself that I haven't had the opportunity to experience this until now because actually like you said Len it's a perfect Sunday afternoon film um and that you're right about the end I didn't know what was going to happen I didn't know how it was going to be left and actually it's very rare these days that you have a film that ends on a note like that nicely yeah Yeah. on a really nice happy note you know there was some some sadness there in in some ways but it was so beautifully done um it is absolutely a five blueberry you mean you mean because Morgan gets to sit in the front seat right yeah, Yay. I mean, we've been waiting Yay. for that for two hours and then finally he gets to sit in the front <laughs> seat. Like, you know, the world is That's right. That's the real story. Uh, yeah, 100% Five Blueberries. Um, amazing, amazing film. Lovely stuff. There you go, listeners. Uh, as a full house. We call it a full bloob uh, over here. Do we? Uh, we don't call it a floop. I don't know what we call it. What do we call it? We call a floob. Um, we call it bloob a... bingo. Full um, cheesecake because would it would it be a bushel of blueberries, Gareth? What would it be? A gaggle of blueberries? No, no let's go bushel. I th- I think um, I like bushel. It's not bunch, is it? It can't be a bunch. Uh, it, yeah. might, it may no, well be a bushel. Shit. It's twenty. Bushel, bushel, bushel sounds yeah. good. Let's go with that. Okay, yeah. uh, we, that's right, listeners. It's a bushel of blueberries <laughs> and uh, <laughs> bursting bushel of blueberries. <laughs> before we get into the main scenes and the sort of. Uh, favorite performances i just want to plug our main channel fan critical if you are listening on any of our other uh sort of child podcasts that we have fathered into the world and mothered of course um they have grown and flourished and covered their own shows but of course everything we talk about goes on to the fan critical channel uh so you might be missing out on some glorious glorious content uh, and over 200 podcasts covering some of your favorite films and TV shows, I'm sure. So please do search Fan Critical on any podcast app and uh, just give it a little subscribe and you won't miss anything. 
Anyway, let's crack on. Little plug, pluggy done. Uh, favorite scenes. Now, actually, before I go on to favorite scenes, I want to talk about Rotten Tomatoes. As a tradition, uh, we always give the synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes uh, and the score, and then I'll throw it open to their group to see if they like uh, can guess the score. No cheating, team. This is the synopsis. It follows a predictable narrative arc, but goodwill hunting adds enough quirks to the journey and is loaded with enough powerful performances that it remains an entertaining, emotionally rich drama. What do you think it gets as a score? 98%. 96%. Lucy Googled it, so... <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I'm going to agree with I'm going to agree with Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> My God. We've got Very a couple Google. of great scientists in here. Unbelievable. Yeah, 98% is correct. Uh, so pretty impeccable score. Actually, an audience score of 94%, which actually is a, a more important, wow, yeah. important signifier. to Yeah, usually the audience scores down from like a critic score. So that's actually quite good. Um, I actually thought the synopsis was very underwhelming because the yeah, film that did win two Oscars, was nominated for about 10 other uh, Oscar nominations. Um, anyway... That's the synopsis. Favourite scenes. Uh, I'm going to kick this one off with Emma as it's your show in a way. What is your favourite scene of the film? There's a lot um, to choose from. I, I'm torn, but I actually think, for me, it's that conversation between Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when they're at the construction mm. site. Good scene. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You got something, none of us. Oh, come on. Why, why is it always this? I mean, I fucking owe it to myself to do this or that. What if I don't no, want to? No, no, no. Well, fuck you. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. Because tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'll be 50. And I'll still be doing this shit. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. You're too much of a pussy to cash it in. And that's bullshit. Because I'd do fucking anything to have what you got. So would any of these fucking guys. It'd be an insult to us if you're still here in 20 years. Hanging around here is a fucking waste of your time. Yeah, so Will's been like fucking up, in, you know, not bothering with these job offers, and and it's when yeah. um, it's when Chucky turns around and says, you know, you're letting us down, basically. You know, you have this opportunity. I want to turn up at your house, and in those ten seconds, you know, walking to your front door, find you not there, and it's such not quite what he says, but yeah, good. You know, yeah, I mean, you get what I mean. If you it's if, not a direct surely quote. we've already seen this. <laughs> Not a direct quote. I don't have the script in front of me. Um, and obviously that that then comes to fruition. And, and it's that beautiful relationship that they have where all he wants is for, for Will to make the best of the opportunity he has and not squander it. Um, and, you know, it, it's that kind of unconditional love of a friend, isn't it? That no matter how sad it is to not have mm. someone in your life, you want the best for them. Um and I, th- that for me is just, it's so, it's so well done. It's so simple. And it's just the two of them acting. I mean, they act amazingly together. They're, in- they're incredible. And I think for me, that's, you know, because that hit- the ending hinges on that. And, you know, it's just, it's great. It reminds me of a conversation Len had with me um, when we were living yeah. in London together before I left. Yeah. Um, yeah. He yeah. said, Aww. listen, you're too good for this. You're too good for this. I want to wake too good up for this can't sound like Len. Not have you there, like but, but yeah. I stayed. So what? So I'm the Ben Affleck character. I'm just sitting there, yeah. chugging away at life. It reminded me of a scene in Stand by Me as well, when um, Chris yes. says to Gordy, "Like, 
well, Gordy's like, I'm going to do shop with you. And he's like, why are you going to do shop with us? Like, you can make up stories. Like, you can do anything. Like, don't be dragged down with us. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to stay with my friends. And I think there's quite a, you're both guys, Gaz and uh, Len, a thing of, no, I'm going to stay with the guys. Like, you don't want to let your friends down. And if you stick your head above the parapet, like, you might fail. But to have friends there that actually encourage you and don't want you just to be in the shit with them, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a rare Very thing. powerful. That's uh, a great do, comparison, do you know, one one thing that I actually think about that scene, uh, one thing that I was thinking as watching it as I was watching it this time, is that Chucky actually has got loads of potential himself. Like, okay, he might not be book smart, but he's got leadership qualities. He's got um, leadership. Um, <laughs> he's good with words. He's got the gift of the gab. He's got gift of the gab. He could he could do top class salesman. He could Top-class do salesman. Yeah, he head could. of sales. No, he has, head he of has sales. A job. Assistant to the hey, regional manager. He's, Assistant um, to the regional manager. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got a job at least. No, I, I, he's, look, he's look and nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, I, I don't want Chuck to undersell himself, you know, undervalue mm. his, his place. Right. That's the next film. Go to Boston and let him know, Gareth. Go to Boston and let him know. Oh, that was terrible. Oh. No, because he it. legitimately Gareth, will be 50 still working on that building site now. Mm. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Well, he's having a great time. So, okay, right. uh, Lucy, as Emma stole the scene that you wanted to choose, she has, but choose it's okay another because there are many. So, I'm going to choose the scene between Sean and Will on the bench yeah. in the park. Oh, that's my when, one. <laughs> we're all just stealing each other. <laughs> where each other's. <laughs> just go in a circle. You're just a kid. You don't have the faintest idea what you're talking about. Why? Right, thank you. It's all right. You've never been out of Boston? Nope. If I asked you about art, you'd probably give me the skinny on every art book ever written. Michelangelo. I know a lot about him. Life's work, political aspirations, him and the Pope, sexual orientation, the whole works, right? I bet you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sistine Chapel. You never actually stood there and looked up at that beautiful ceiling. I ask you about love, probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman and been totally vulnerable. Known someone that could level you with her eyes. Feeling like God put an angel on earth just for you. Who could rescue you from the depths of hell. And you wouldn't know what it's like to be her angel. Have that love for her be there forever, through anything. And it's it's just so true, like of uh, like of youth, like yeah. And he's such a smart Alec, and he's got an answer for everything. So like, you don't have an experience of life, you know. You talk about love, but you've never woken up next to the woman that you love, and you, everything he says is so true. And it also made me think that when they wrote that scene, they were like in their very early twenties. So to to have that depth of knowledge and understanding is incredible and it's just yeah um robin williams in this film it's very very heartrending but it's it's a great moment because it, it there's no screaming or shouting but he's just and he's not even insulting him he's explaining to him like you don't actually have all the answers you don't know everything i was gonna say that's a conversation that every kid in their 20s or every young person in their early 20s should hear from someone as well like it really resonates doesn't it that um you know you think you know it all but you don't um and i i think that's really 
I think that's why it hits home because you think I think we've all had someone say that to us in 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 that way, you know, um, or at least I remember that that kind of conversation at that age. And that's one of the things about this film is that it's so relatable because it's so human. Mm. Mm. And that's yeah, right, that's that scene's important because just because it's something about that scene, it fixates on Robin Williams's face for like a yeah. lot of that conversation. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even cut back to Matt Damon. And there's that kind of moment where they must have got it in the editing room and they're just sat there going. Fuck me, Robin Williams's little monologue here. He's absolutely nailing this. Just stick <laughs> yeah. on him. Yeah. Because you kind of feel like the camera is like you are Matt you are Matt Damon in that scene. You're just like he's telling you, well, yeah. wait a minute, you know, ex- experience, you know, is knowledge. You know, it's not just reading books. You actually have to live through these experiences. And I love that scene. Like like that's when the script really stands out. Like I, I hate to say it because, like, usually filmmaking is brilliant when you don't notice anything. But sometimes when things are elevated to such a high level, you have to just stand back and go, fuck me, whoever wrote that, that is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. that is a really good section of dialogue. Uh, yeah, Especially I love that Especially that scene. they were so young, I just can't get my head around it's it It's amazing, now. isn't it? Yeah, I'm that, sure, that sort I'm, of insight. I'm, sh- I'm sure Gus Van Sant also sort of overlooked the script I mean I know they did so well with the screenplay and I'm sure it's all Matt Damon and Ben Affleck but I'm sure there was a lot of rewrites with Gus Van Zandt potentially and a couple yeah, of things here and don't there don't take it away from the lads sorry sorry yes, poor yes. boys Gareth Gareth what's your favourite scene bro um, yeah I I'm going to go for a little bit of a lighter scene I love I love the scene in the bar um, at the start so uh, from from the point of um, of Chuck um trying his best lines um uh, and uh what's the guy's name the blonde guy clark um when clark comes along and tries to embarrass just the him hair. Oh. you just know he's a wanker oh, 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 so he done that? So good but you gonna have a problem no 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 understand. no there's no problem here i was just hoping you might give me some insight into the evolution of the market economy in the southern colonies my contention is that uh, prior to the Revolutionary War, the economic modalities, especially in the southern colonies, could most aptly be characterized as agrarian pre-capital. All right, of course that's your Hang contention. On a You're a first-year grad student. You just got finished reading some Moxian historian, Pete Garrison, probably. You're going to be convinced of that till next month when you get to James Lemon. Then you're going to be talking about how the economies of Virginia and Pennsylvania were entrepreneurial and capitalist way back in 1740. That's going to last until next year. You're going to be in here regurgitating Gordon Wood talking about, you know, the pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital forming effects of military mobilization. See, the sad thing about a guy like you is in 50 years, you're gonna start doing some thinking on your own and you're gonna come up with the fact that there are two certainties in life. One, don't do that. And two, you dropped 150 grand on a fucking education you could have got for a dollar 50 in late charges at the public library. (laughs) Yeah, but I will have a degree and you'll be serving my kids fries at a drive-thru on our way to a skiing trip. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but at least I won't be unoriginal. You know, like, so Skylar, Skylar's, Skylar's being polite, I think, probably not overly interested, but she's being polite. Yeah. Clark comes over, Mr. Massive Dickhead, and... (laughs) To give him his full name. Yeah, I think it is Clark Massive Dickhead. um, (laughs) The second. And then... So Clark, massive dickhead, then Goodwill Hunting comes in and says, <laughs> and makes him look like an absolute fool. And I love that interaction um, between Clark and Will. It's brilliant. 
And yeah. he's like, then you're going to quote, then you're going to quote Gordon. And Gordon said this. And it's like. <laughs> I, mean, I love that, when he, at the end he's like, when he says, you're going to be serving my, my fries or whatever. And he's like, yeah, maybe, but at least I won't be unoriginal. I'm like, at least I yeah, won't be unoriginal. Yeah, that's very good. So it's good a great scene. Life. It's a great scene because it's the first time that you really see what Will has inside that head of his, I think. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's exactly. amazing. It and it's funny. Superpower. Yeah essentially yeah um mm-hmm. and it culminates in do you like apples <laughs> so yeah good. how do you like Which these apples how do you like them apples so how good do you like them blueberries do you like apples yeah well i got a number how do you like them apples <laughs> it's so st- it doesn't i don't I still don't get it. I love it. <laughs> you don't need to yeah. get it. It's just an all-time famous quote. So that's just, you know. Do you reckon when they wrote that line, did they go, right, this is this is going to be an absolute classic? Did they, <laughs> no. Or did they just think, well, what, what is this? No. I, I think they just thought, this is some silly it. stuff that these young kids might do. That's what I thought. I don't know. It's a good line, though. Uh... I don't know what scene to go for now because you've sort of taken it away. But one of my favourite scenes is, uh, and something I quote all the time, to, and I'm sure everyone always quotes all their time, especially in jest, but also seriously sometimes. It's, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Look at me, son. It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. Hmm? I know. It's not your fault. Correct. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me, all right? Don't fuck with me, Sean. Not you. It's not your fault. That was my other Killer. choice. Yeah. I was yeah, in it's, uh, floods of tears. Yeah. It's uh it's such a powerful scene. Um and it's obviously been, you know, it's on Family Guy, it's hilarious in Family Guy as well. Uh it's in loads of things. I say it as I said on a regular basis, you know. But it's just hilarious and uh It's not hilarious. <laughs> It's just so emotional. It's just so quite upsetting. (laughs) Absolutely pissing myself when they went and hugged each other. Bloody tremendous! I think, guys, I think I'm like dying in here. Choose the wrench uh, and the belt. It's hilarious. No, it is. It is actually so emotional. And Robin Williams, fuck me, we're going to talk about him in a minute. I'm sure, but man, like you guys have already talked about him a bit, but like he blows you away. Just it's just just this because. I remember watching this for the first time. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. And then he just completely like breaks him down. And now I watch it as obviously as an adult. And it's like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just need people to like, you know, tell you that 
piece of information because that you know that's that's important like people inherently put a lot of blame yeah on themselves for things that are completely out of their control sometimes and yeah sometimes you do need to take a look at yourself and go okay that was that was a mistake or whatever but usually it's you know it's something else out of your control that, that defines some of the actions that you do. So, um, but yeah, I love how it, I love how harsh. Will's reaction initially is is just yeah. that, like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Don't worry, yeah, I know. but he's yeah. not. But I think the point is, like, he's, he's not he's not taking that in, is he? It's just that's kind of like an automatic no. response to that. That's that's his defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah. watching that yeah. as an adult, watching that as an adult as well. There's almost a kind of sense of relief because you know that Will needs that moment. Um, to really kind of let go a bit or accept, um, you know, that it isn't his fault. Um, and just uh, Matt Damon, the pain in his face is just that acting mm, in that scene so from sad. both of them is just, it's heartbreaking, but it's also, it's beautiful and almost cathartic because we've been waiting for this for the whole film. And, and both Matt Damon and Robin Williams have such amazing chemistry together. Um, I, and I was before Will even started crying I was crying like beautiful it's just very well earned as well I think because sometimes yeah. you can have a film yeah. where like the moment of truth and you're like yeah the build up wasn't there but for this like throughout the film and we've seen it with Skylar with um, Gerard Lambo, and with um, Sean in different ways they all want to help him and it slowly get like and obviously Chucky and then you slowly get you know, he's a bit more self-awareness, a bit more, and he's brought to the edge with Skylar. And then when he's at his lowest, he's able to kind of really accept the help and accept, you know, the possibilities that are out there for him. And it's just... Yeah, yeah, that is completely right. And it's it's also like Robin Williams talking to himself a bit as well. And it's like they both helped each other. You know, it's, it's, it's not one of those things where he's helped Will. Will has helped him sort of move past the grieving mm. of his wife and try and, you know, take up, go and do things in the world again and not be weighted yeah. weighed down by that pain that he has anymore. So they've helped each other. And I think it's a very emotional embrace that they have where they sort of, it's like a father-son sort of dynamic, obviously. And it's something that Will has never had. Yeah. Someone that actually cares about his his well-being not just oh he's good at math so he needs to be the next genius it's no he can do whatever the fuck he wants it's just that he's born with this talent yeah he can use it it's his choice how he uses it uh and yeah it's great it's great great scene bloody great film to be honest with you. bloody great film yeah. uh best performances we're just talking about it now robin williams uh is i wrote this down on my notes and i'll, I'll put it to the group now because obviously matt damon's fantastic in this film let's just quickly say matt damon uh I think this is Matt Damon's best film. I don't know. I've seen him in a lot of films. And I think for me, there's something raw mm. uh, and very just normal. And uh, even though he's got this crazy superpower, like Gaz says, and photographic memory and insane knowledge, there's something, I don't know, just so relatable about his performance here. Um, so Matt Damon, very good. Yes, best best ever from him. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I would it? say so. Probably. It's- multi-dimensional but, like he's quite obnoxious actually i was just thinking the martian is like that's I... but his his like it's not a better film than goodwill hunting just talking purely in terms of acting performance that's a I that's in the big, departed uh, as well i think oh, the, he's the a bit like, like no, little, the yeah. departed, very good the departed. Another bastard. yeah i do like, think 
I do think that um, one of the things that makes Matt Damon's performance in this film so amazing is his chemistry with the the other people. So his chemistry, both with Ben Affleck and with um, Robin Williams, I think elevates his performance so much because not only is he fantastic at playing the role of Will, um, the interactions that he has with those other core characters just elevate it way, way above a good performance to something just stunning. Also think like... Just going to give her a little shout out because we've covered most of the others, but I think Mini Driver is actually really good as well. I think she starts out and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm British and oh, am I a bit quirky? And like, oh, am I going to yeah. hate you? Every time I watch it, I'm like, am I going to hate yeah. you? Even though I know. And then yeah. by gets into it and, it and it's a really good performance. And there's so many films where it's like the troubled guy and the woman he loves. And they never have any real like personality good or voice, background, um... but thank you. But I feel like she... Like the character of Skylar is not just one dimensional, the savior. Um, I think she, I think she does it really well, and she really grows into the performance. And that's apparently where they fell in love because they did date after that. So, just I think give she's her a really a bit of plaudits. She's quite an underrated actress. I think she's really good. Mm. She is good. She's very uh, good. I, in d- this. I did. I did think at the start it was a bit iffy, but I think it was just the British accent standing against the the Boston accent at the start of the film just really throws you off. I was like, mm. Jesus, what's going on here? Um, this stands out. Yeah. Uh, but Robin Williams, is this Robin Williams's best film? Now he has got some For fucking sure. crackers. Well, apart in from there. Flubber, I would say yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, well, I think on. Flubber is better. Big time. Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> he's playing a character oh. who is then playing another <laughs> yeah. character. We know how difficult yeah, that true. is. That's true. That's why Eddie Murphy is the greatest actor of all time. For <laughs> well, we've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just closely, closely followed by Adam Sandler. Yes. yes, of course. This this is his best film, I think. His best performance, I think. It's safe to say. And there are many good ones. But I do think this is, you know, serious um, Robin Williams. You know what was so sad? Like early on when he first meets Will and Will's being a complete prick and he talks about the painting and like you're all alone and you're so sad and blah 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 and it just yeah. made me think that's pro- I don't want to like speculate obviously because no. it's a bit offensive but he took his own life and it, it just made me think like he probably was feeling some of those feelings when he did take his life and it's just it added an extra level of like it's like when you watch like Brokeback Mountain or something and you see Heath Ledger and you know they're dead and it's just just adds an extra level of uh it's almost poignancy yeah I, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Um, I thought the exact same thing, Luce, when I watched it yesterday. But yeah, it's, it's just an amazing performance. He's, he was just an incredible talent, an incredible man. Yeah, there's, there's something, yeah, I was thinking through his other films, like, you know, I was like, Patch Adams is pretty pretty good film. Like, even the films in which he's funny, he always has Jumanji. a sort of... Yeah, but he has a very, he has a, yeah, I love Jumanji so much, but he has like emotional lines in those films where he he just shows that he's a class above. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's funny, he's like a hilarious comedian. He is, and that you said, Luce, just because of obviously what happened later in his life and how he took his life, like he, he was able to go to some, some places as an actor that, you know, his range was unbelievable and, uh, I'm gutted that, you know, we can't see him in more films because just watching this, I was like, oh my God, the things that we could be seeing him in now, like in the sort of twilight of his career, um, could have been amazing. But, you know, we, we were also blessed with so, so many films that he's in, but where literally so many of my favourite films. So That's he the thing, I think forever. he represented most of our childhood, like people yeah. are. Yeah, really. 100%. Yeah. Huge so part to of it. see him in a film 100%. like this, it's like, oh wow. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Well, Robin Williams, absolute legend, RIP. And um, on that note, let's try and cheer everybody up with a quiz. I'm terrified. Uh, yes, quiz, lovely... quiz, 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 quiz. <clears throat> so, for anyone who doesn't know, this is the time during the How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That episodes where to validate that someone has actually watched the episode and not just regurgitated something that they've read on, say, Wikipedia or IMDb, some review that they've Googled. Um, this is this is where we find out, you know, and I know what you're thinking. Yes, they could be on Google searching for these answers right now, but I've put a couple in there that, you know, I don't think are Googleable in the time. You know, there is a time limit, so... Are they like, are they scenario questions? Imagine Will Hunting has found himself in aisle six <laughs> of the supermarket. He only has yes. five minutes to collect three items. What three does he items. collect? What would they be? Yeah. Uh, no, so you have to get three correct, Emma. There will be six questions. And if Emma gets it wrong, I'll throw it open to the floor so you can, other guys can give yourself a little pat on the back. It's not too difficult. Uh, I, you know, I, I always struggled with this get quiz really cause... scared about the quiz. And I've not yet. Yeah, everyone always I've gets not scared. Yet failed, but... Everyone always gets scared. It is Sunday, worry. so if Everyone. I have to watch it again, I'll do it this afternoon. No one has ever failed. So we've had about 10 of these and no one has failed. So don't worry, you definitely won't fail. Oh, okay, I'm going to play a little jingle now. Okay, Emma, question one. AE2 over Y25 is divisible by what integer? <laughs> One. <laughs> no, that isn't a real question. But in all seriousness, if anyone does know the answer to that, uh, I just made up some words and threw it out there. So if That's you've got any mathematicians integer. listening. I think I had like a uh, slight panic attack then. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to Please panic. no, 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 no. Question... Question one. Uh, I'll start with a nice easy one. What is the full name of Will's new mathematics professor? What is the full name of Will's new mathematics professor? Gerard Lambeau. Yes, I will accept that, Emma. I will accept Gerard Lambeau. Yes, oh, thank God. Correct. Every, everyone's one, silent one then correct. was like, have I got this completely wrong? Like, <laughs> well, I was just trying to remember. He's got a, he's got like a middle name, doesn't he, that he says at one point, I think. Well, I, I don't know. I can't remember that, guys. I didn't write no, that bit down. But yes, okay, if he right. did, that's why I said I'll accept that. I'll accept that because he's probably got a middle name. Question number two. Uh, Sean gave up his ticket to what event to see a girl he fell in love with? Sean gave up his ticket to what event? Baseball. To see a girl he fell in love with. That's not an event. Right, okay. You can't just We're say not that. accepting not baseball. Event. Right. I knew this one would get a Gareth because I knew, yeah, well you know. I don't yeah, so know what wrong. it is. I've got the answer. Go on then, Lucy. I've got the answer. Well, Lucy can go the first. Go on. Well, hold on. More specifically. Yeah. More specific game. than that, please. Game, game six. six. Yeah. Game in six. In what year's World Series? 75? Yeah. Correct, Lucy. Yes, yes. Lucy gets How do you like them apples? Ma- <laughs> Very I good, don't Lucy. like those apples. Thank you. <laughs> you can good. keep them. Uh, Fucking ridiculous. Um, At least I've got the right score. Okay, so... It's all right, Emma. You're still in it to win it. Sean tells Will he may have all that knowledge, but he has no experience. He says he bets he couldn't tell him what the smell was like where. <sighs> So they're on the bench. I'll set the scene for you. He's giving that speech that we've talked about, about life experience. He says, but I bet you can't tell me what it smells like. Fill in the blank. What it smells like. I don't know. 
I know. I'll let Gaz go. Okay, okay, Emma, that's incorrect. Don't panic. You are losing at the moment, though. You're on Gareth. <laughs> so panic a bit. <laughs> the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> Correct, yes. I bet you can't tell me what it smells like in the Sistine and Chapel. And the answer I bet is, you've never stared musty. up at that beautiful artwork. Yeah, quite musty. Oh, I didn't remember the smell bit. I did remember staring up at the artwork. God damn it, now I really need to that's pull after my you've finger out. It. Yes, you Why do. Why do you smell Let's, the Sistine uh, Chapel? Weird. Before you go to it and you smell. Just smell really? is one of the most powerful things. Like, mm. uh, like memory-inducing exactly. uh, senses. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. What song does Will sing under hypnotism to one of the shrinks? What song does Will sing under hypnotism to one of the shrinks? Afternoon Delight. <laughs> you have to sing it. That is... No, yeah, yeah, I'm, not sing it. Sing it. I'm not singing it. <laughs> <laughs> no points then. Sky rocketing. No, not you. Don't you sing. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Afternoon delight. Whoop. There we go. Lovely. Okay, I'm back okay. in the game. Back in the game. Uh, you, you are back in the game, but I have to tell you, you're in a dangerous situation now. Cause... You saved the hard questions till last. <laughs> I actually. No, I think the World Series is the hardest one. I knew everyone wouldn't get that. But anyway, question question five. Will claims to have how many brothers? Will claims to have how many brothers? Get twelve. Sorry, twelve. Did you say twelve? Yes. <gasps> that is correct. Oh, yes, thank you've God! Passed the quiz. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> I, I uh, was really hoping you would say thirteen. Yeah. No, because he's, he's the thirteenth brother he's in his 13. little fantasy of. of Brothers. Yeah. Ricky, Bobby, Benny, yeah. Barty, Barry, Barry, nice. Yeah, now uh, the next question is let's... recite all of them. <laughs> yeah, bonus point. <laughs> oh, that's a good bonus point. Uh, no, the final question, just to, you know, as they do in all quiz shows, just to tie up any loose ends, is Will has three friends he hangs out with all the time. Name them, please. Chucky, Billy, Morgan. Correct. See, that's yeah. Right. So you know, he gave you a little helping hand. So you got four out of six in the I'm end. I'm quite happy with that. There, wasn't Good. I, I generally, scary. after the Sistine Chapel question, I thought I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail this. I'm gonna be the first one in the history of fan critical to fail the quiz oh. on mm. failure. That was Hack. good. Some tension there. Some tension. Yeah, added tension. That's correct. Um, yes, that's um, well done, Emma. And that's Goodwill Hunting, everybody. Um, now, all that's left to do is to announce what film we're covering next. Well, you know what I haven't seen, which you mentioned? I haven't actually seen Taken, if you're talking about doing cast it. But don't make me watch Taken. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know something mental, Lucy? What? You I haven't seen Taken. What? What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we're like, yeah, definitely right. do Taken to cast it. Brilliant. Liam Neeson. Because I was going to say to you... I, <laughs> On the, right, okay, well, this is going to be a first. Do okay. you want to do a shared one? I think one? we need to do a how the fuck have you you both not seen that? Um, I, You know, yes, audience, that is, the, this is once again, live reactions. I uh, Lucy admitting it. that she hasn't oh, seen yeah. Taken. And then out of nowhere, big bombshell, Len hasn't seen Taken. I mean, I don't know, I've just never got around to it. It's not no. like it's Two an fifths. absolutely amazing film, but how have you not seen Taken? Like, it's I a good know, film. I don't know, but it's going to be funny, isn't it? Two fifths of fan critical haven't seen Taken. That's mental. (laughs) Maybe John hasn't seen it either. So guys, these are first. Absolute hacks. Who thought this could happen? Who thought this could happen? How the fuck have you not seen that? People thought, no, this series is dead and buried, but it's alive and strong. (laughs) If anything now, we're doubling up. We're fucking doubling up, people. Just unbelievable. It is gaining momentum, much like Liam Neeson, although you wouldn't know. You (laughs) haven't seen Taken. 
Yeah, very good. Well, that's it, uh, listeners. The next film we're doing is Taken. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this edition of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? It has been an absolute pleasure to watch and discuss this all-time classic Goodwill Hunting with my fellow lovely podcasters, Lucy. Thank you. Emma. The hack says bye. And Gareth. See you, mate. Uh, Yes, we will return in a few weeks' time with Taken. In the meantime, everyone, stay safe. Uh, If you're in the snow, wrap up warm. If you're in the heat like me and Gareth, take your clothes off. Anyway, (laughs) see you later, guys. And remember, it's not your fault. Bye. Thank you.